Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Stories for Wonderful Children. This story is a little different, told only this week, so you'll notice that the children are older, but I promise you they're no less wonderful. Enjoy the story. It was unbelievable. Garrett had been looking forward to going and eating at his very favorite Italian restaurant, the Italian Stallion, for weeks. Now, the Italian Stallion had many good things that Italian restaurants had. It had salads that were okay, maybe not Garrett's favorite. It had macaroni and cheese, which was excellent. But the thing that Garrett loved most at the Italian Stallion, was that of all the Italian restaurants he had ever eaten at, they had the very best long bread. Now, Garrett's mother and father knew long bread as breadsticks, but Garrett knew what it was really called. But now he was there. He was at the Italian Stallion. He was sitting at the table with his parents and his brother and his sister, and the waiter was there, And Garrett opened his mouth and said, And I would like long bread, please. And the waiter said, Long bread? And Garrett's mother said, He wants some breadsticks. And the waiter said, Oh, I'm so sorry. We don't have breadsticks tonight. And Garrett's face fell. No breadsticks? How could this be? Garrett's mother had the same question. How can you be out of breadsticks? The waiter's face changed. He glanced around. He leaned in. He said, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but we're pretty sure it's ninjas. (laughs) Ninjas? Said Garrett's father. That seems unlikely. Have you you seen ninjas? No, said the waiter. But do you ever see ninjas? He leaned in. He said... Every night, the cook makes the bread dough the night before. He rolls it out. He cuts it into breadsticks. He leaves it to rise overnight. And when we arrive the next morning, it's gone without a trace. We've tried putting out security cameras. We're thinking about hiring a security guard. But until then, no breadsticks. Garrett's father rubbed his back and said, It's okay, buddy. I'll make you some breadsticks when we get home. Now, Garrett liked his father's breadsticks, but nobody made long bread like the Italian stallion. He consoled himself with his macaroni and cheese and then an after-dinner bowl of spumoni ice cream, but he just couldn't let it go. That night, after he had been tucked into bed, he lay there thinking, ninjas stealing his long bread It could not be tolerated. And so, after the lights had gone out in the house, he got up, he went and he got his bicycle, and he began to ride to the Italian stallion. Before he left, though, he got one crucial piece of equipment, which was his Halloween costume. It was, of course, a ninja costume, and so, that way, 
the long bread stealing ninjas would not recognize him. They would think he was one of their own. He rode quietly into the parking lot of the Italian stallion. It seemed deserted, but then of course it would. Garrett got off his bicycle and walked as quietly as he could around back to the kitchen entrance. He peered around the corner. Just as he had suspected, the kitchen door swung open and there emerged a figure clad all in black from head to foot, carrying a tray of breadsticks. Another emerged behind them. There was a row of them. They were swiftly emptying the Italian stallion's kitchen of its entire supply of breadsticks. They were loading them into a sort of rickshaw kind of bicycle. And so Garrett, when they went back into the kitchen to get the last of them, walked forward and climbed onto the bicycle. And when they had finished loading, the head ninja, who was dressed in black with little red dots on each shoulder, stopped at the front and said, All right, keep up. And all the ninjas got onto their bicycles, and they rode off into the dark streets, Garrett pedaling as quickly as he could to keep pace. It was a quiet ride through the night streets, Garrett wondering as he rode, what would ninjas want with long bread? What sinister purpose could they be putting it to? Before long, they pulled up in front of a building Garrett recognized. It was the Natural History Museum. There, he helped the other ninjas unload the trays of breadsticks. They snuck in through the back entrance. He followed them up the stairs and into an exhibit he knew well. It was where all of the dinosaur skeletons were kept. And there, Garrett realized the ninja's sinister plan. They began to swiftly take the breadsticks and use them to dismantle the dinosaur skeletons and replace the skeletons with breadsticks. That way, the curators and the visitors might not realize that they were looking not at genuine dinosaur bones, but at recreations made of breadsticks. Only someone with an acute nose for garlic might ever realize the difference. Then, as swiftly as they had come, the ninjas took their piles of dinosaur bones again back out to the bicycles. Garrett once again mounted the rickshaw bicycle, now loaded to the brim with dinosaur bones. He rode again through the dark streets, wondering, even more confusing than what would ninjas want with breadsticks, is what would ninjas possibly want with dinosaur bones? Fortunately, he did not have to wait long. They rode into a quiet suburban neighborhood where the houses grew larger and larger, and soon they were pedaling up the driveway of what could only be described as a mansion. They rode in through a garage, and then they unloaded the dinosaur bones into crates, carrying them into an enormous room. Garrett stopped, his mouth open under his ninja mask. There, in the room, already fully assembled, 
were dinosaur skeletons of all his favorite kinds of dinosaurs. Now, Diana, do you have a favorite dinosaur? Um, I like the Apatosaurus. The Apatosaurus. There was one of those there. A whole skeleton. And Katie, do you, do you have a favorite dinosaur? Mm, Tyrannosaurus Rex. The classic, of course. Yes, they had a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And hard at work assembling what appeared to be a triceratops was a girl that Garrett guessed was probably about his own age, dressed in a leather jacket and a black leather hat with bright red hair sticking out from underneath it in all directions. Garrett followed the rest of the ninjas in, she said. All right, just put them over there. Garrett decided the time had come to act. He walked up to the Triceratops skeleton, and he said, Who are you, and what are you doing with all these dinosaur skeletons? The girl looked down at him. She raised one bright red eyebrow. She swung down from her dinosaur skeleton and stood in front of him. She looked him in the eye. She said, I don't recognize you. I'm Marmalade Jones, and I... I'm the greatest archaeologist to be in all the city. Garrett pulled down his ninja mask. He said, well, I'm Garrett, and, and these dinosaur skeletons are wonderful. She said, I know. They're all mine. He said, but no one will see the good job you did reassembling them unless they're in the museum. You should take these back. Marmalade Jones squinted at him. She said, no, you don't understand. They're mine now, and I don't like meddlers. Ninjas, get rid of him. The head of the ninjas sort of shuffled a little bit from one foot to another and kind of cleared his throat. He said, <clears throat> I'm very sorry, ma'am, but we're not that kind of ninja. Marmalade frowned. She looked at him. She said, what do you mean you're not that kind of ninja? The head ninja said, we are a ninja clan that does tasks only associated with long bread. <laughs> Marmalade Jones said, I've never heard such a thing. You only do things involving breadsticks? The head ninja shrugged. He said, well, breadsticks. We do a lot of baguette-related quests. Once we did some eclairs, but the money was really good. Marmalade shook her head. She said, you're useless to me. She said, you, you won't even, you won't even do like bagels? The head ninja stiffened up. He said, you insult my clan with your question. We will take our leave. And all the ninjas left, leaving Garrett and Marmalade staring at one another. Marmalade said, these dinosaur skeletons are mine. I've put all the work into stealing them, and all the work into reconstructing them. Garrett said, Yes, but they're really good. I mean, other people should be able to see them and enjoy them as much as you do. He said, Besides, I bet if the museum people saw how cleverly you had assembled skeletons from bones and skeletons from breadsticks, they would probably find something for you to do. Marmalade said, you think? Absolutely, said Garrett. He said, I'd help you move them back. 
Well, said Marmalade. Besides, said Garrett, if we go right now and take the bones back, the breadsticks will still be fresh enough to eat. Have you ever had breadsticks from the Italian stallion? Mm, no, said Marmalade. Are they good? Oh, ho, ho, said Garrett, and from his ninja costume, he pulled the breadstick that he had secreted away while transporting them. He said, try this. Marmalade took the breadstick from him. She took a bite. She chewed thoughtfully. She said, my name is Marmalade Jones, and I declare that you are right. This is the best long bread I've ever had. Let's get these bones back where they belong. And they did. And that is the end of the story. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created, told, and edited today's story. Questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was composed by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our email is storiesforwonderfulchildren at gmail.com. You can also contact us on Facebook or Twitter. I'll see you next time.